Michelle Visage in the house. You look gorgeous. What lashes are those? Uh, whatever Nicole put on me. Uh, she didn't do it tonight. These are just like remnants. Yes. Drag droppings. I love how curly they are. Now, you um, you didn't use those mink ones. Remember those mink ones that What's Your Name does? And they're really curly. Like, Lily? What you yeah. No. Lily Galici, Galici yeah. or something. Galici. I don't use real mink because right. they're not cruelty Because you're free. that bitch. I'm that bitch. Right. So I do use faux mink um, and I use you know, plastic stuff. But the problem with the plastic ones is they do get pokey. They get pokey. Yeah. yeah. Now, are these human hair eyelashes? I know they do make them. I can't really confirm or deny. Yeah. You don't know if, is it humanoid? Do you could, know if they came from a human? They did. They possibly could have. And are I they don't of know this earth? Yes, they are of this well, earth. Well, what's interesting about these lashes that Michelle has on is that they're very curly. They really curl out. Yeah. Curl, you know, like a... Like a very curly lash. Yes, a very curly. Yeah. I know that I got a bunch of doll lashes from the doll lash, and it's a British company, and they gave me a bunch, and I gave them to um, yeah. Nicole. Yes, and we also use the Huda. Huda has a really great line of Who? lashes. Huda, Huda, Huda. Yeah, well, and also Morphe has a great line. Yes, of lashes. I wear a lot of Morphe yes. lashes. Now Nicole, of course, is Michelle's makeup artist. And if she did it. Was probably she nominated Morphe. for an she Emmy? Was. Also, she yeah. was, but uh, she didn't get it. Nope. Your hair guy both of our hair and guys your got hair guy yes. yeah yeah delta work and hector what's hector's last Poca name sangre yeah now what is delta's uh real name it's gabriel, gabriel villarreal oh villarreal villarreal i just made him friends. i was so happy yeah to see them because i was backstage you were i was backstage when they won because you were getting ready to present i was going to present and with I that guy whose name i can't pronounce m kamau Yes. W. Kamau Bell. I yeah. was jumping up and down like a maniac because I feel like this is family. It is. You know, family just won. How long has Hector been doing your hair? Eight years. Wow. Wow. Nine years. Nine years. Wow. So from him, for me to go from starting, you know, where I did with him to how we grew together yeah. to see this moment. How did he start with you? Because he was working on the show before you came on the show. Is yes, that right? Yes. Yeah. So what, hap what ha happened was when I came uh -huh. in season three, they um, had somebody, they had people there, but you know, I'm that bitch. Yeah. So when they started to do my hair, it was not okay. And it wasn't Hector, it was somebody else. Uh -huh. And then Hector says, do you mind if I do my hair? Uh -huh. I do your hair. And Gabriel Amoldovar that used to work for us, uh -huh. he said, you should have Hector do your hair. Yeah. And Hector did it the first time. And the first time he did it was one of the episodes that I wore a jacket that Santino made. Mm -hmm. I had a blue streak in my hair and Hector did like a victory roll and I was like, ooh, I like him. Uh -huh. And I knew right away that we would be a good match. And, and, and you just, did you see him after uh, he won the Emmy? I Maybe. did. Are you kidding me? I got to pose with him oh, in his Emmy. And he was so grateful and so wow. thankful. And it was such a moment because we 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 do this together, Hector yeah, and I. Yeah. And he does a lot of the guest judges, but really he does me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he has done so much incredible stuff to my hair, as you know. Yeah. He's an actual artist. He's a sculptor. He cares a lot, too. He He's a lovely really person. He really does. I'm just so proud of these kids. You know, yeah. they've come on. They're on this show. They've been in the business for a long time. Not necessarily in the television business, but they've been at show business for a long time. And for them to get these Emmys yeah. is amazing. I snatched uh, my what third consecutive. You? Yeah. Third consecutive. I mean, that doesn't happen, really. You're looking at, like, the Tom Bergerons and the yeah. Merv Griffins. Like, it doesn't happen a lot. Especially, you know, you know, I've been doing it for a long time, and here I am. I'm going to be 58 years old. What? A, yes, very soon. Very In months, a few months. It's child years. And, uh, uh, you know, to be in the business that long and to have 
this happen at this point is I am so thrilled by this. I really am. You should be. Yeah. Because the first time was a shock. And the it second was time we were like, no, it couldn't yeah, be. Because I wasn't there for the second time. Correct. Neither was I. Yeah. But then the third, because we were DragCon, I we think. We were DragCon. The third time when like Rue looked at me and it was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, it's your third one. Third Emmy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You deserve it, honey. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to snatch that away from you. Well, you know. And it's... bitches know it. Bitches better beware. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Do you have fun at the Emmys? How late did you take? Because remember, I had to go home at the... I was. We went to... You and I went to the governor's ball You together. went for 10 minutes max. I was there for a hot minute, but I, I was worn out that by that point. Well, I was thinking you have to get up early the next day. I had to get day. up early. Got to go to work. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, how late did you stay? You know, to be honest, I only stayed about an hour i didn't yeah. stay long because leah didn't go uh-huh. um she left and went and got in and out with mm. her family she didn't win her award but she looked gorgeous mm, she and, looked great and by the way no disrespect to anthony bourdain i felt i felt like leah should have had won that award but yeah. but she didn't and bourdain snatched a lot that night yeah. pos- posthumously mm-hmm. um so Leah didn't go to the party. So basically, yes, I was there with my World of Wonder family and Hector and Delta, and I got to celebrate with them. What did you do? Did That's you... it. Like, what was I going to do? This time they didn't have assigned seats, which was weird. Yeah. And we all clumped together our crew, our director, Nick Murray, once, so he had his yeah. Emmy. Um, and then after I kind of looked around and saw there really wasn't much I could eat. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do? So I left. Right. Because Zaldi won. I won. The director, Nick Murray, yes. and then the hair people. Correct. Won. Yes. So there were four. That So we've already beat our record. That was four mm-hmm. that night. And then we've got the big ones coming up. Yeah, this this Monday night. Now, so um, did you dance? Did you eat? Was there anything for you to eat there? Nothing I could re- really eat because if it's vegan, it's not gluten-free. So I was prepared for that anyway. Had some snacks in the hotel room before mm-hmm. we left. Had some, you know. Almonds. Yeah, stuff. You know, we were kind of munching. Mm-hmm. There was some popcorn there. Mm-hmm. Had some of that. Um, and then I didn't eat. I had some, oh, they had decaf coffee with almond milk. That sounds delicious. Now, so are that. you able to go to the ladies' room when you're all dolled up like that? Sometimes. It really depends on what I'm wearing. If yeah. I can't, I won't. Like, I, I'm a camel. You can hold I it. I can hold and it. And you won't drink anything. I won't drink. Correct. Yeah. And coffee's a diuretic. So I knew that night I was okay. Yeah. Um, because when I'm corseted and got the everything on, some dresses are so tight that you can't lift them up. You can only lift them down. And if nobody's there to zipper me, you're I can't. You're kidding. Oh, honey, it's such a bitch. Hey, no. I mean, listen, you're talking to a queen. So I, you, know. I, you know. Well, first of all, I, you know, I'm usually tucked and I'm, if I'm in drag, right. and you're basically in drag yourself. Yeah. And then there's the spanks and there's the things and all that. Yeah, I get it. So if it's not stretchy, then it has to come down. And I have been known to wherever I am, walk out with my dress basically open and say, hey, can you shut this? Hey, buddy. You. Yeah. I don't care. Uh Come on over. Bring it over. (laughs) Zip me in. I don't care, but I'll hold it. And then I just left and went home and told my husband the stories because he loves to hear the stories told him all the stories and um did you meet anyone that night that you had been dying to meet oh oh yes you did i saw the picture i mean we got to meet andrew lightweber and yes and tim Tim rice Rice. yeah that was an amazing experience and by meet i'm going to use that term very loosely Uh uh-huh Andrew Lloyd Webber wouldn't have cared if I got hit by lightning, but Tim Rice was lovely. And I got a chance to say to him, I know you don't know who I am, but so many of your musicals have changed my life. And I want to talk about one that most people don't talk about. Oh, it's a Technicolor rag? No, it was chess. Oh, chess. And he literally looked at me and he was like, thank you. Like, Uh it was like a moment of, 
honesty. How long have those two been working together? A long time. Tim Rice but, and, and it's, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Sir Tim Rice and Lord Andrew mm, Lloyd Webber. Which is a mouthful. Yeah. Tim Rice did chess with Bjorn Ulvaeus. That's right. For the, uh, the ABBA guys. Correct. Yeah. So that, I don't know, chess just really was special to me. Well. Because I was in college. Is it, it have anything to do with your bra size? Uh, maybe. Yeah. And maybe one night in Bangkok. <laughs> Because we all love one night in yes. Bangkok, oh my baby. God. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all yes. it takes. One night, that's one night. Need. That's it. So he seemed very pleased and chuffed. Yes, as it were. Yes, Andrew Lloyd Webber could not care less yeah. about my thoughts on Evita. Uh-huh. So I just kept him moving, and then you were up speaking, and I was in such a giddy mood yeah, that but, I didn't care. So you were talking to them when, when you they were, were with the press. I was with the press, but how long were they waiting on the sidelines? Because I was I was giddy from having won the award and I was sort of punch drunk yes. just from the, the the what had just happened. And um, I felt like I was up there doing my nightclub act you were. for a long time. It wasn't as long as you think it was. It yeah. was like all together, maybe five minutes. Okay. And they were waiting maybe a minute and a half. Okay. Not a long time. But then when you yeah. came off, you walked right into him. But also, I didn't get to meet her, but seeing Carol Burnett was a big moment for oh me. Oh my God, yeah. And I was kind of upset because she presented. Yeah. And the girl, the young girl who did the trophies, you know, they always have them uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. Brittany. She, she kind of, hey, Brittany. Yeah. You actually did that. I did that. They, um, so they just kind of, Alex, she flies down. Oh. They just oh, kind of um, let good Carol Burnett, you. who's 84. 84 years they old. They just, Kind of like said, go that. She said, go that. Like uh-huh. somebody should have walked her. I see. Right. And I felt really like I felt offended. Like yeah. not only is she royalty, yeah. but you've let this 84 year old woman just kind of scuffle off on this yeah. stage. But yeah. why isn't anybody walking with her? So yeah. well, was a that. lot of those things, you know, the award show, and I'm sure Carol Burnett is very used to this. The award shows, you know, it's kind of a dog and pony show. And, and uh, the guy who is the stage manager who I've worked with for probably 25 years, I'm always, uh, I always think that they should announce to people that it is an area mic. You don't have to lean into the mic. Like, <laughs> they all do. They like all do. Like the way Belle Bib DeVoe does. Yes. You know. Now you know. Yeah. I want to thank the Lord and my Lord and Savior. Well, the, it's an area mic, so you can stand up straight and the mic will pick you up. I think they should announce that to everyone on the stage during commercial break or whatever, but um, they don't do that. And no, uh, uh, so everybody leans in. in intuitively, instinctively, you want to lean in because it's a microphone, right? Uh, but um, do you do you have a good time at these things? Because I, I don't feel you do. I I don't have a good time at it. It's better than it used to be. You know, when I'm obviously when I'm not in drag, I can have a lot of fun. Mm. It takes a lot of energy. It does to do it because. You know. There's a lot of energy vampires there too. Mm-hmm. People are sucking your blood, literally, your blood meaning your energy mm-hmm. from you. Now, not me, but I'm on your arm. Mm-hmm. So I see them do it to you. And in mm-hmm. turn, I get some of that energy, you know, in, yeah. in the, on the kind of like shrapnel. Yeah. So I see it happening because people want to take so much. And that's why I was looking at Carol Burnett and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave her alone. Yeah. I got to see her. To me, that was like amazing. Um, well, this, so this show that. also didn't have performances. No. And that that helps a lot if you're a in a lot. in an audience watching a, an award show. Yes. Um uh you know if there are singers or something. But this this of course for people out there we we're talking about the Creative Arts Emmys, which are the Emmys that that uh, this will be televised, but it's not going to be the one that's on No, it's on, on FXX. Uh, it's not like CBS. On CBS. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to take Saturday night and Sunday night because it's a two-night affair. Yeah, the Creative so, Arts are two nights. These are the 
the hairstylist, Hairs, the makeup, yeah, the director, yeah. the DP, the cinematographer, they do all that in the creative arts. Yeah. And we get our own kind of weekend to do it. And we go have a party afterwards and that. And then the primetime Emmys is what you see on the big channel, CBS, wherever it mm-hmm. is. And then we go to not only the Governor's Ball, but then we go to the HBO party mm-hmm. and the Netflix party. That's the that's the night out on the town. Yeah, and you get to see everybody because, you know, this is a company town and everybody's working. You never really see people unless you're working with them. Right. So this is an, a weird, wild opportunity to see everybody in the business that, that who's, who's ever been on television. And it's nice. Like, I was looking at Jim Carrey all yeah. night down there, and I was like, first of all, I never fancied Jim Carrey. And for the first time, I was like, he's an attractive man. Yeah, yeah. And he looks fantastic. Yeah. And he seems like incredible energy. Like, he's somebody I think we should have on this podcast. He's so interesting. And mm-hmm. there's so many people that you see, and you know right away, Mm-mm, I would never get along with uh-huh, them. Uh-huh. Um, I had uh who was it what that i was looking at oh chrissy teigen lovely we uh-huh. follow each other on twitter we've interacted before she came up she like hit me on there she's like hey uh-huh. how you doing and she uh-huh. gave me a hug like we never met but it yeah. was like we knew each other that's right. the weird thing with social yeah. media yeah and watching people on television uh-huh. and and her husband john legend got his egot that night yeah so to what so what's the tony he won Mm. You don't know. Uh, um, mm. So he got, uh, you know, the next day I was in the dentist chair and I heard the radio announcers. Don't get me started because it they were doing. What they were said, they doing? They, with the radio. He, wait a minute. He got his Tony for Jesus Christ Superstar? How did he get a Tony for, get it, a when Tony it, for it when it wasn't on stage? It was on stage. It was televised. It's televised. Um, he got his uh, Emmy. Jitney. Jitney. Oh, for Jitney. Yes. Hey, Tony Jitney. For, hey, Jitney. <laughs> You say you want to lose control. <laughs> hey, Jitney. Yes, yes yeah. he got his he got Emmy, Emmy for, for Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. And I got an Emmy for Jesus Christ. And he got honey. his Oscar for what? Uh, the, uh, La La Land? Yes. Was he, did he, because he was in that. He was in it. And, and he, he scored music. music. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. With Pasek and Paul. Uh-huh. Something. Yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I'm bluffing. Maybe there was another movie he got it for. No. I would Producer. imagine it would be La La Land unless he wrote music for something else, which he did. He's the talented motherfucker, that yeah. John Lennon. Oh, it's some, Jesus, it's some uh, Christian faith-based movie. Um, uh, Andy, he's going to tell us. Some song called Glory. For what movie does it say? Selma. For Selma. Selma. That's it. That's Hayek? it. Blair? Selma Hayek. He got the uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Oscar for of course. her. So, right. Um, these radio announcers are saying, oh, I heard John Legend got the EGOT. Um, right. I didn't know what that was. Uh, I had to look it up. It's like... Why is the whole world at different levels of consciousness? It's it's like was she was the radio announcer playing dumb for the audience, or was she really that dumb to not know what an EGOT is? I'll answer that she's that dumb yeah. because Rue, not everybody knows what an EGOT is. Not everybody is into that's a detail of the industry. Yeah. I would venture to believe more people don't know what an EGOT is than do. And it's not stupidity i think it's not being on the theater theater kids all know what egot is yeah but i think and even probably hollywood people but i think the average person might not know well let's clear it up once and for all an egot is an acronym yes for having for someone who has an emmy a grammy an Oscar and a Tony Award. Right. And that's uh, the first letters of those awards. So 12 people had them and six of them were living. 
And the night of the Emmys, five were up for the EGOT, and I believe three received it, which was Tim Rice, Andrew Lloyd Webber, John Legend. And I don't know who the other two, there were two more that were up for the EGOT that night. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they did it. Uh, maybe it was Carol Burnett. Was it? <clears throat> she was up for one thing. She was up for one thing. She's never won an Oscar, though. So it wouldn't so be her. It wouldn't be her. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know who the other two were. Pasek and Paul, maybe? I don't know. I don't. You keep seeing Pasek and Paul. I have Pasek no idea who they, you're talking okay, about. Okay, Pasek and Paul wrote the music for La La Land. They wrote the music for Dear Evan Hansen. Oh. They wrote, um, I want to say Spring Awakening. Correct me if I'm wrong, wrong or right. Well, it's no um, jitney. I know that much. It's no jitney. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to a break real quick. Um, uh, and then we'll be back with more of everything. More EGOTs. Yes. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Michelle, do you agree? Is it a better way to cook? It is a better way to cook. Not only is it better, it is so freaking easy. Is it? And sometimes, especially moms out there or people out there, it's the end of the day. Yeah. You, you know, you don't even have to have kids. You're cooking for yourself. Well, what's brilliant about it is that you get all the ingredients yourself. You don't have to get in the car, go nope. to the grocery store. Nope. It comes straight to your door. Yep. And all you need is like the basics. So like you need a pan. You need some heat. You need some heat. Uh-huh. You can even need some cooking oil or whatever you use. Do you need running water? That would help. Okay. But right. I guess if you want to go out to the well, <laughs> ask baby Jessica to send up some water All for right. You. All right. Blue Apron. I'm sure you could do it that way. You guys, you choose. You can go online. I have the app, but also sometimes when I'm sitting on my laptop, I can, you know, change the meals around in there. They'll go by what you've cho chosen in the past and they'll choose, but you can go in and just change it. Right. And say, you know what? I don't want to do pork this week. I want to do a vegetarian meal, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You choose the chef design recipes. Blue Apron delivers fresh, seasonally inspired ingredients right to your door. You can cook incredible meals in as little as 20 minutes. I'm telling mm. you, it is that easy, especially for people who don't know what they're doing. There's a recipe card. You follow it, the meal is cooked. It's unbelievable. No meal planning, no shopping. Get straight to the cooking with Blue Apron. They offer a range of recipes bursting with flavor, whether you're looking for a quick and easy meal or that full culinary cooking experience and you want to actually strap on a Ooh. Blue Apron. Oh, my goodness. A full culinary experience? A Blue Apron. Oh, my God. They let you choose from a range of recipe options. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free by going to blueapron.com slash rue. We are back. Let's clear that up. Yes, clear it up. So Pasek and Paul did not do Spring and Paul. Yeah. Last name's Paul. And Pasek. Hey, Miss Paul. Yes, Miss Paul. Pasek and Paul. These right. are songwriters. Right. So they Spring Awakening was Duncan Sheik. I knew that. Yeah. Um, they did Dogfight, which is what I was thinking of That's in my a Broadway head. show? Did it go on Broadway or was it off-Broadway dogfight? I have it on my phone. Oh, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Broadway, off-Broadway, it's all the same to us. I confuse it all the time. Like, I know I kept calling Children of Eden, Stephen Schwartz, Broadway. I never went to Broadway. It's off-Broadway. It's mm, off-Broadway. Dogfight yeah. was off-Broadway. Okay. Yeah. So, so Pascal and Paul. There yes. we go. That's cleared up. Brilliant yeah. composers. Now, what awards have you gotten in your life? <laughs> well... I won the typing award in eighth grade. Ooh, where yeah. do you keep the trophy? Um, it was a certificate. Uh-huh. It's somewhere, <laughs> it, I'm sure. On your wall? Somewhere frame. <laughs> um, How many words a minute can you type? Well, back then it was like 65. It was, oh, that's good. It was strong. My mother could do 65 uh, words a minute. I was good. You wow. know my type A? You, you didn't have nails no, then, though, did you? No, Yeah. This was eighth grade, yeah. and I was like gunning for that award. Yeah. So I got that. All of my awards when I was really young were swimming because I was a swimmer for so many wow. years. Yeah. So I had trophies and ribbons and medals and I had a full like shadow box stuffed with them. Wow. Because we never really talked about my swimming on this podcast. No, we haven't. I trained 
six days a week, every day of my life from being from when I was about six or seven years old yeah. till I was 13. Oh my and God, that's my husband, George, calling. Let me just tell him. That I, that I was a swimmer? That she was a swimmer. Hey, we, um, we are doing the podcast. Hi, George. You are live on the air right now. Are you in Denver? Caller. Hello, hello. He says hello. You will be in Denver. Oh, she, he's in Loveland. Texas? Colorado. Oh, yeah. Close. Yeah, look close, close. Um, I, I love you, honey. Um, We'll, we'll talk later, okay? All right, bye. So I spend every day at the pool. Oh, you, do you drop the kids off every day? Uh-huh. My, but true story because yeah. my parents both worked. Yeah, um, we were poor. We, we were was poor. we was poor. We was poor people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, nobody had the rich people. The very few rich people in South Plainfield, New Jersey, had pools. But for the most part, and these were above ground pools. These were above ground <laughs> pools, girl. Come on, <laughs> only the real bougie had an in ground. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, mine was inflatable. <laughs> um, but we had something called the community pool. Okay. All and right. you would pay $30 for a year and you get the whole summer. Also known as the mono pool. Basically. Yeah. And my mother, um, I can't believe I never told you this story. No, you haven't. So I would swim on two different teams. And over the summer, I would train at the community pool. There was a swim team there that I would train with just to stay in shape mm-hmm. in season, out of season, mm-hmm. right? And I grew up in the town of South Plainfield, New Jersey, where no Jews existed. Mm. Only basically positive. My family was like the only Jewish family. I find that very hard to believe, Michelle. There was a girl named Rachel Barsky. She was the only other Jew. In South Plainfield, New Jersey, the only Jewish family. Do you know, I grew up in the hood. Yeah, right. There were not a lot of Jews. Oh, okay. So so South Plainfield was the hood. But still, I mean, if it was, uh, you know, uh, you know, a... Bone thugs in harmony type neighborhood. It wasn't that bad. It was it was lower middle class. Okay. So it was not po, yeah. but it was lower middle class. Yeah. It's not poor. But I'm not, see, you know. but see, you know, um back then all the stores were owned by Jews. Not in South Plainfield. I don't believe you. I swear to God. I think you were wrong. I think you weren't R- looking. I think you Rue. I think I you're being you, anti Semitic. We didn't even have a didn't the closest Jewish deli was like in plain, like I had to go way to another town. Yeah, North Plainfield, so, Plainfield, <laughs> which, by the way, was mostly people of color, but there was a Jewish wow. deli. Wow, wow! I swear to you, yeah. Scotch Plains, two towns over, mm. had Jews and loads of them, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of money in that town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. South Plainfield did not have a lot of Jews at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Shapiro, yeah, he managed the South Plainfield community pool. Okay, so my mother and father both worked, and I was literally, I don't know eight and my brother was five and they she would drop us off at the pool and go if you have any problems call mr shapiro yeah you're fine yeah we could have drowned yeah. we could anything could have happened well this is before children were precious right this was before children were at one point children became precious correct and everybody and the local news started saying oh watch out for your kid hide your kids right hide your wives hide right. your husbands right yeah so um she would drop us off at the pool mm-hmm. and stay the whole day <laughs> Go to go to Mr. Never Shapiro. Never. Yeah. Go to Mr. Shapiro. I, I'm gonna just flash forward uh-huh. to he. So he trained me. He was one yeah. of my coaches. Yeah. Starting pistol, the whole thing. Yeah. And my stroke was butterfly, so I had to train really hard. Uh-huh. Um, and I was good. I was state champ until wow. I was 13 years old. Right. Long story really short. I meet my biological father. You know, when I'm 27 years old, 26 years old. Yeah. He comes to my parents' house in South Plainfield, New Jersey. He grew up in Springfield, said, who do you know? 
my and my my dad says, well, you know Robert Shapiro, my mother in the kitchen, Arlene, going, Marty, he's not going to know Robert Shapiro. He's older, you know. And then my my biological father says, Bobby Shapiro, silence. The room stops. My dad goes, yeah. He goes, that's my first cousin. So, so Mr. Shapiro, Mr. Shapiro, who I grew up with as my coach, yeah. was my biological cousin who didn't even know that his cousin had a child, which was me. Yeah. How crazy is that? I was That's being coached wild. by my cousin yeah. all these years. Yeah. And I was a blood relative of his. Thank God you never had sex with Mr. Shapiro. Or his kid. Yeah, right. Not him. Well, no, you know. Him, but he did have a son. Uh-huh. Who's one of my favorite cousins. Yeah. But my cousin coached me, didn't even know it was my cousin. Didn't even that? know that his cousin had a kid, which yeah. was me. Yeah. So that's the small world. What's interesting about New Jersey and the whole Northeast is that there are small towns right next to each other. Having come from San Diego, you know, um, it's, it's very uh, sparsely populated, what? you know. So it's not like... Uh, there's a town over. You know what I mean? Right. It's, um, it's different out west here. The next town is there's a desert in between two towns. So it's not like, you know, you, you, you go two blocks and you're in uh, Am- Amboy. Perth What's, Amboy. Perth Amboy. Where I was born. You were, you were born in Perth born Amboy? Born in Perth Amboy. Uh, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So it's interesting, that, you know, as a kid growing up watching television and hearing about, oh, so-and-so, it's the next town over. And, and uh, you know, and then going to the East Coast and seeing how close these, these towns are. Oh, I lived on like two blocks away from Plainfield. Yeah. I was technically supposed to go to Plainfield High School. Yeah. So I was two blocks Literally away. So yeah, the towns were closed. Yeah. Some towns are bigger than others. Do you still swim? Um, I can, but I stopped. So I stopped competitively swimming when I was 13 because I lost my title and I was pissed. And I remember walking out of the pool and my dad started, hands me a lollipop. Mm-hmm. And I said, I quit. And he's like, okay. I think <laughs> they were over bringing me yeah. to the pool every day and yeah. constantly traveling all over, bus yeah. trips, flying, whatever to compete. So did you get trophies? You got trophies in the ballroom scene. Yeah, but that came later. Yeah. That, so I never got an award for, I mean, I got theater awards and stuff local and stuff like that. It was yeah. never, I never got an Emmy. I'm not an EGOT. Yeah. I wonder what category you, you would probably be in the host category, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know why they don't have a judge's there's so many shows with judges. Why don't they have an Emmy for Best Judging Channel? I think we should campaign. I'm not kidding. For judges. Judges, yeah, category yeah. should be. It's it's as much part of the landscape as a host is. Sure, yeah. F- for competition, mm-hmm. and that's what we're in for, reality competition. Mm-hmm. So if the host can go up, they should have a judging panel, but they don't. Yeah. So I wouldn't be a host. No, I'd be a judge. Yeah, yeah. And so what did you wear to the ceremony? I wore Calvin Klein. I think everybody saw. They sent around that pink suit uh, and everything uh, for for that. I loved wearing it. It was gorgeous. And, you know, I've been eating my meals, so I'm lost. You know, I'm in a... You're svelte. I'm svelte now. Fighting weight. Fighting weight. Um, Although, having come from vacation, I I could still lose, in my opinion, 10 more pounds. I think 10 would would be too much. No, I wouldn't. I would love to lose 10 more pounds. I'm just going to say this publicly. Yeah. When you get too skinny, it yeah, shows in your yeah, face. Yeah. But I could have filler. I, you know, Not, back then no. when I was doing it, I didn't have filler. Now I have filler. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. No. You want to take the jitney tonight? <laughs> Come back to Earth. Yeah. Listen to me. I'm hey, right here. Earth. Hi. How, oh. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You know, it's on Netflix. Really? Kathy Kim is on Netflix. Shut. It's on Netflix. 
Oh. Catherine Kim from Australia. The whole run? The whole, I think the whole, I've been watching uh, the Catherine Kim code, you know, like yes. they did the Da Vinci code. Terrible. And then they did the Kim, uh, Catherine Kim Dorella. Horrible. I didn't see that one either. Yeah. The first one. Catherine Kim Dorella was before the Da Vinci Code. Whichever one was first was better. Okay. The second one was terrible. Okay. And I've seen every episode of Catherine Kim. I've seen every episode of Catherine Kim. I'm going to go back and watch the other ones, um, the series. But I don't know what seasons they have. They only have a few seasons anyway. It's like four, Is three it? or four. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's on Netflix. Don't, you can't. There is such thing as too thin, especially when you're women of a certain age. I know, and that's you're gonna. This is your Madonna segue. Is that what this no, is? No, no. But my point is, you don't. The the more we have on us, I'm yeah. not saying gain weight. Yeah. I'm saying the more we stay in the healthy weight realm instead of the underweight realm. Yeah. The younger we're gonna look, and fillers True. can't fill in. You're right. The you're gauntness. Absolutely right. Because right. your face gets really skinny, and so does mine. Yes. And then we start. Everything will hang on yeah. your face. And I hear everything you're saying. And I disagree. Oh, you don't. Because if love... I showed you a picture, you'd go, uh. Yeah, I know. I've seen the pictures and you're right. Uh, I needed filler to make no, that no. work. Okay, no. <laughs> All no. right. So listen, we're moving okay, on. Okay, moving on. So I was I wearing... Wore, what were you wearing? A, uh, I, so I had a beautiful red tuxedo that I was all ready to wear. Mm. Then Mother Nature had to go and fuck us with 100 degree weather. Yeah. So last year at the Emmys, I was wearing red velvet. And a new corset, and I almost passed out. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that anymore. So yeah. I said, sidebar to the tuxedo. And I wore a black, sparkly, almost see-through mini dress from uh -huh. Adriana Papel. Uh -huh. Art had gotten it for me. Yeah. And it fit beautifully. It looked gorgeous. I bronzed up my legs, and I felt mm -hmm. great. Because mm -hmm. there was like, since it was mesh, like air can get in it. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and it was hot on that red carpet. Hot. It was really hot. hot. Imagine wearing a, a, a gabardine suit. Right. Uh, a pink gabardine suit. Was not breathing. Not no, breathing at all. For the Emmys, I have a Stello gown that I'm wearing. Uh -huh. And um, it's spandex. Hot. So, well, that's not going to breathe. It'll breathe more than velvet. It's light. It's like yeah. a light. It's a four-way stretch. Mm. Material, it's actually really light and movable, mm -hmm. and that's why I chose it. I'm not going to do that again. Mm. As fierce as that gown and shoes, that and you, at, at one point when we were in the hotel room, you were saying, "Oh, I'm going to bring these slippers with me." Did you ever wear? The I slippers? didn't bring the slippers because I didn't have a bag. Yeah, yeah. So I, I opted not, and my feet were hurting by the end of the night. Oh, I'm sure they were for sure. So this time round, uh, maybe I'll bring a bag that at least I can throw some kind of flip flop in or something. Just when we're there. Or those little ballet slippers that roll up. Yep. Do you have those? No, but they're easy to get. Yeah. And then and then when we leave and go to other parties, I put my heels back on. Yeah. But if we're sitting there doing nothing, I've been kicking them off. What's anyway. the name of that spray that I gave you that Oh my God. I thought I took a picture of it because you just I want to say like still standing or something like that. I'm still standing. Exactly. It's a spray that it's like a spray you put on your feet that it makes your feet them. numb. Have you tried it yet? I've never tried first of all, I don't have a trouble with my feet in heels because when I'm wearing heels, I don't wear them for very long. And uh because I'm on the television show. And yeah, so, so I don't wear them very right. long. Um, still standing, I'm right. It's still standing. Yeah. Um, and it's and I'm wondering if it's stillstanding.com where you could get that stuff. It is. Uh, it says, our spray has cooling menthol and natural anti-inflammatory so your feet feel like they do when you first put on your shoes. This is not an, a paid advertisement. Nope. This is just informative. Because somebody gave it to you. I was on Good Morning America and... Uh, uh, the guy there, the, the he said, oh, Viola Davis was in here and she turned us on to this foot spray. Yep. 
called um, stillstandingspray.com. Yeah. And um, you spray it on your feet and you can stand around and your feet are, first of all, your feet are, are still doing its thing. It's just they're numb. They're not, well, they're not, <laughs> they're not numb. Do you remember Splash when he stabbed him, when Eugene Levy stabs himself with the Novocaine yes. and then can't walk? Yeah. It's not like that, yeah. but they're, they feel better. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to have that in my purse. We should have that on the, the show, on, on the Drag Race show. Oh my um, God, what a great because idea. The girls, um, well, a lot of times, I don't know if we should tell that we allow the girls to take their shoes off. No, we should. We didn't used to. Well, I would fight for it, and the, the the control booth would say, "No, we for continuity. They need to keep their shoes on." Now they they do allow them to take the shoes off, and then how to film around it? Now, film around it, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was at Good Morning America, and they they told me about that stuff, and I had it in the house, and I thought, you know what, I should give this to Michelle because um, I my feet don't I don't have to stand in them that long. I do, yeah, and it works. Oh, so it does work. So I'm, I'm going to order some. I'm going to give yeah. it out for Christmas. It's what you want gift. for Christmas, producer? Stillstandingspray.com. <laughs> oh, my God. This sounds like a commercial. I know. It's not. Sorry. They should be paying us for this. It's not. It's I ridiculous. Know. Well, could chase them uh-huh. and yeah. get them on as a sponsor. Yeah, that's, how, that's how it started with that's, today's that's ticks. what happened with today's ticks. Yes. Uh, what did I do? Did what have I been doing? So, right. The awards. Uh, and this, this Monday, I'll also be wearing a Calvin Klein suit. That they sent around and had what color? Taylor. It's white and it has this uh, print, this Andy Warhol print on it. Um, like that they... what? Soup cans? No, it's the. I think it's the Statue of Liberty. Oh, it's great. I think so. Great. Um, I'm wearing black, know. so it'll match magically. No, it's perfect. And I'm sure Ross and Carson will be in something obnoxious, uh-huh. which is what we count on. Oh my God! So I'm, it'll I'm be very perfect. Excited. All right, we're gonna go to a break right now, and we will be right back after this. Now, Michelle, I don't know where I would be without my therapist. I have, mm. my life has been so fulfilled and so, I've sort of fleshed out all of the parts of my experience that I didn't know about. I didn't even know I knew about, I had sort of uh, uh, weak places in my consciousness. Right. And through therapy, I've learned how to make my life work. Are you sure that was the therapy or the Scientology? Well, it could be both. Yes. It could be both. <laughs> <laughs> She's joking about the I'm Scientology. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you yes. guys. We're talking about talk space, of course. Yeah. Because y'all could be sitting here listening and going, you know what, real good for you. You can afford a therapist. Well, guess what, you guys? With talk space, everybody can. It's the online therapy company that lets you mess such a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with the internet connection or that Talkspace mobile app and you are in. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past, which is a big deal for most people or they're nervous yeah, or they're scared yeah, or they don't know where to start. Sure, Talkspace makes it really, really easy. And remember, Therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into those painful childhood memories, which you can do when you're ready. It's also about practical everyday strategies you guys hear all the time, all the time about stress management. Yeah. And the more we go on as a society and the more we go on as a you know, human, we're, we're evolving, sure. the more you're going to hear about stress management and having a therapist provides that for you. It's a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform is over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Rue, use the offer code Rue, and get $45 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com offer code Rue. What you gonna do with that finger, mister? He gonna give me the thumbs up. 
Okay, we are back, Michelle Passage. Yes, we are, RuPaul. So, I wonder where um, Marvin Lynch is. I know, where is Marvin right Lynch now. right now? When we did Morning Drive Radio, we had a constant caller. You've heard of a constant craving? Constant caller. <laughs> That's yes. not a bad drag name, actually. Constant caller. Constant caller. Yeah. But Constance Caller. Yes, um, Constance Craven. And then the, her inconstance caller. Yes, that's my favorite. Well, that's her cousin. Uh, our constant caller was Marvin Lynch. He would call maybe three times a day. We talked to him and, in and the, the morning on the radio. The thing is when he call, uh-huh. you answer the phone. Hey, uh, K2, good morning. You hear silence. And he go, Michelle Vassar. <laughs> This is Marvin Lynch. <laughs> Every single day, not only once. Yeah. So we knew his connection. Yes. By the sound of it when you hit, when you hit the button. Yeah. And RuPaul. Uh-huh. He, you know, it's funny. He was very respectful of me. Yeah. Very respectful. And then, but he would, he would call you out. Uh-huh. And he would call out all the other DJs. And I'd just argue with him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Marvin Lynch. But he liked to call and argue with me. Uh-huh. Like, just to take the piss. It wasn't serious. Yeah. He just liked to do that. And yeah. I would give it back. Yeah, yeah. But And he would say, Michelle Passage. Why are you talking about uh, Madonna like that? <laughs> Marvin, I love Madonna. That's not what you said. What you said. And he was just so funny. Well, but, you know, and it was interesting doing Morning Drive Radio with, with all the, like Lynn from Lynnhurst. I'll never forget Lynn from Lynnhurst. Yes. And this is, of course, you guys in the tri-state area. In, in the tri-state area, if you don't know, uh, we're teaching you what EGOTs are. And now we're going to teach you what a tri-state area is. It is Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York. The trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we get calls from all over the tri-state area. Yeah, we can call it the quad state and add Pennsylvania if we wanted to. But... Really? Does, do you think if we got out to Pennsylvania no. with the radio? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. But it was close enough that, you know, because people in South Jersey, which are technically New Jersey, you get Philadelphia stations. You don't get New York stations. Right. That's why South Jersey is always considered Philly. Right. Right. So there's there's your geography lesson for the yeah, day. Yeah. Now, you went to a party. <laughs> now, I want to know about this party without naming names. Uh, oh, this is going to be hard. Well, um, okay. I can help you. Well, in the post, we can we can cut the names out. If you slip. Why? I tell you what. Ooh, listeners, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Why don't you say the names? And then uh, our producer here, Alex, will cut. Oh, my God, no! Maybe, maybe he will like do a wonk, wonk every time oh you say God. someone's like name. A, a horn? Okay. That would be kind of hot. So. But no, but no, he's, but he, it's, it's still too dangerous because it would Well, be. I could tell you who was there and Diane Warren, your friend Diane uh-huh. Warren, she yeah. was there. Because whose house was it? Simon Cowell's. Yes. And in where was it? Malibu. And uh, what were you doing at Simon Cowell's it was house a in Malibu? Dinner was function. it the swingers party? Yes. All the, the keys went in the fish. <laughs> you bowl. Hollywood types. So I'm oh, telling my you. Goodness. Well, you were going to come with me and then you had stuff to do and it was too far. So I went alone. Yeah. And I'm not really great. I know I'm really kind of gregarious and outspoken. But when it comes to walking in a place where I feel less than, I don't have that. That's where my inner. Um, Saboteur. No, not Michelle her. Massage. Not Michelle Massage. Uh-huh. No, the extra, not extortionist. What's it called? The ex person. Oh, the ex, and ex- the inter- extrovert. Yes. That's where she kind of crawls into her shell and the introvert comes out. Oh, really? Only in those situations where I feel less than. And I'm the only one that's making myself less Wait, than. But let me ask you this. Were your breasts exposed? No. I You saw my dress. You yeah. zipped me up. Um, well, because, I mean, if your tits are out, that not that kind of like your Superman outfit? It is. It's kind of a, it's a conversation starter, too. <laughs> 
Yes, so they're mine. Yes, they're big. But because it was to be televised yeah. in the pre-watershed hours, I had to... Cover them up. Right. Yeah. And the home was lovely. Yeah. And it was like everything you'd want on the it to ocean. be. On the ocean. You heard the waves lapping and mm. it was entertaining. And Adam Lambert was there and I spent most of the night, okay, all the night hanging out with Adam, who was my savior. Yeah. Um, and I, I just adore him and he talks a lot and I talk a lot. So it was really good. But there were some people there that it was like, like Paul Anka was there. Oh, wow. And um, I had never met him and I didn't last night, but it was interesting to see somebody who was you know, a legend and still wanting to go to these things. Yeah. I saw Paula Abdul who looked fantastic. Well, did you guys talk? Definitely talked to her. Uh-huh. She was actually, she came over to me, gave me a big hug. Mm-hmm. So so sweet. So she had the most gorgeous red tuxedo on with a vest underneath the tux. Mm-hmm. Normally I'll just do the jacket. Mm-hmm. She had the three piece set yeah. with a black um, blouse. She looked gorgeous. And wow. I was just telling her how much you loved her show yeah a show at the hollywood bowl and it's i fantastic. said rue said it was one she's of the going best on things. tour she's she uh, got a north american tour go to paulabdul.com and get the dates and she was just as lovely as ever mm-hmm. um tiny looks great looks mm-hmm. healthy i wonder how she stays so thin this is the thing is remember when she got a little heavy she had done ups and downs over the years yeah and the thing is i guess if she if you're that tiny it's easy she's to like four nine yeah yeah um, she has to stay tiny. I wonder how she does it. Don't know, but I'm, sh- you know, she's got money. She can have help. Yeah, lots of people have money, but, and, but not lot. Listen, and are, and are big. But there are a lot of people that don't get chefs to cook for them. If it, I know Michelle, you've said that. I, I would let that slide with you once before. You said, "Oh yeah, well she's got a chef." It's like it is not like that. Oh no, it is. Hold on a minute. Hold okay. on. All right. Before you go to where you're gonna go. Uh huh. If you eat what the chef cooks, and because where I was gonna go was where the, what the rocks got cooking. Well, I can I'm smell hungry. what the rock has cooking. <laughs> but like, let's use Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen for example. Who? Oh my God, Tom Brady. Yeah, football. Yeah, Giselle Bunchen, supermodel. Yeah, right. Um, so they have a chef that works for them twenty four seven, and they eat autoimmune paleo, super anti inflammatory. Um. And they're both really in shape and really lean. Yeah. They're, on, one's an athlete and yes. one is this professional model. Correct. But they are eating what he is making and that's it. The where They're I eating would, what the rocks got cooking? All the time. <laughs> now, what I, what I do wrong with these things is, and you've done it before, you order the meals and you eat everything else. Yeah. And the meals just sit in your refrigerator. But when you eat the meals, what happens? I lose weight. Correct. So if you have a chef cooking for you but or you it, get food But back to my delivery, point, it's all about willpower. Yes. It's all about who you are. It's not just having a chef. No, of course. But it definitely helps when you have money. So you can order food delivery. You know who my chef order is? Blue chef, Apron. Chef Boyardee. That's the best chef in the yep. world, honey. Or Chef Paul Prudhomme. <laughs> yes. But the point is... She probably, A, she's dancing now because she's gearing up for the tour. Yeah. She's been small for a while. She's been small for a long time. Yeah. So she's been maintaining it the right yeah. way. I'm yeah, yeah. sure she does it with um, dancing because I'm not sure she's a gym rat, but you know she dances. Mm-hmm. And the right food, whether she makes it herself or has it prepared for her. I but most that. of the big people I've ever talked to, Janet Jackson, et cetera, over the years when I say, please tell me what you do to eat shape, get in shape. And Janet Jackson's literally like, chicken breast. And vegetables. Mm-hmm. There is no secret. Yeah. There's no secret. There's no secret. So you eat Well, the right. secret is out. The yeah. secret is out. Chicken breast and vegetables. Uh-huh. So um, there was food walking around. Um, it was really beautiful. So, okay. So si- you got to meet Simon. Had you met Simon Cowell before? Never met him before. He was super lovely, actually. Mm-hmm. Charming. Standing there with Adam. He loves Adam. Mm-hmm. Came over to talk to them. Introduced. Gave me a hug. Gave me a kiss. Mm-hmm. Like I felt welcomed mm-hmm. into his home. Yeah. Um, Who was I, the biggest surprise there? 
Was Sean Penn there? No. No. Um, was... You think I'd be sitting here right Yeah, now? well, you know. I'd be waking up doing the walk of shame. Sorry, yeah, honey. If you could still walk. Ooh, yes, John Ham, <laughs> Lay it on me. Come on. <laughs> you know I've moved on to John Ham. so. Oh, you have moved on yeah. to John yeah, 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 yeah. You see that old chair over there? If I can't sell it, I'm, I'm going to sit, sit on it. <laughs> and I ain't going to move for days. Um, All right. So it was outdoors. Did you guys stay indoors? And there was a no. performance and there were cameras there because you were filming an episode of. Can we say that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we could say it, so I won't say oh, it. Oh, don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. Robbie Williams came running up to me. Love. He was there with his wife, Ida, uh-huh. who are judges on a show over in the UK. Yeah. And they were absolutely lovely. Um, Robbie's just like really down to earth. And that's what mm-hmm. I like about him. Because we had met him the first time at Kristen Johnson's party. Mm-hmm. And we talked all night long. Yeah. Um, I got to meet Babyface. Oh, Babyface. Oh, great. And he didn't take his sunglasses off the whole at night. Night. Uh-huh. So I was trying to get some eye contact. What is that about? I don't know. I was trying to tell him my stories about my baby face days and working uh-huh. with his brother Kevon and uh-huh. in Japan, and he literally could not give a shit less. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm not yeah. slagging him off, but yeah. he did not care uh-huh. at all. Yeah. So because I was talking to Randy Jackson and they were friends, and he came over. Ryan Seacrest. Um, Introduced himself to me, which was nice. And I you said, had met him before millions of times, of yeah. course. This Radio is Hollywood, yeah. And I said, "You're not going to remember because I've interviewed you a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used to broadcast in the studio next to mine. I know you did afternoons, but you would come on when Idol was there." And I, he goes, mm-hmm. "Are you still doing radio?" I go, "No, we're actually podcasting now." He's like, "I'm still doing it." But I love it. And I said, we loved it too. But guess what? We don't have a program director telling us it's seven seconds on this song that mm-hmm. we get to talk. Yeah. And we love it. He's like, oh, I just haven't gotten there So yet. he still has the ra- his radio he show. He still does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, if I got $5 million a year to do a radio show, mm. I'd probably still be in radio. How does he still, how does he have fi- find time to go to the ladies' room? You know, because, the, you know, all those well, jobs he he's doing. In the ladies room. Well, there is the, well, well there you go. Yeah. Well, there, uh, they're problem right solved. Yeah. Problem solved. Because yeah. I know he's working a lot. Well, he's on the Kelly and Ryan show. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. Kelly and Ryan. And then he must he must bank all of his radio shows. They can't be live every day, can well, they? Unless they do them live in New York. Yeah, in New York. I don't know. I don't know. Then how that he would does be it. two o'clock in the morning. Jesus. So no, they're ahead of us. Uh yeah, yeah. Whatever. That sounds like math. math. I don't it want is, I don't care. Is, yeah, yeah. La 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 la. They're ahead of us, so 6 a.m. would be 3 a.m. here. Uh, I'm not doing any math. Okay, so Ryan so, he, so Ryan, Paula, and Randy, and Simon were all back It's together. like a family reunion. It's exactly what the The gang's all together. It was. Oh, my God. And then they had Diane at this table. and Diane um, Warren. Leona Lewis was there. She was lovely. Uh-huh. Um, talked to her for a little bit. I wonder what happened to her. What I don't she, know. she didn't record anymore. I mean, I'm sure she still is. Yeah. It's just she had two hits and then that was kind of like yeah. um, it. But she's a really lovely person and mm. I, that makes me happy because some of them can. Yeah. Are you happy that you went to the party? Yeah. A lot of songwriters, a lot of producers. Mm. Um, and there were performances. Performances. So mm-hmm. people that you would know on the songwriting side. Yeah. People that wrote songs for like One Direction and people mm-hmm. that, you know. Those kind of people. Nasri was there. He's an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a bunch of that. So How like, late did you stay? So I stayed till... You got there at 7. Got there at 7. I stayed till like 10.30. Oh, my God. Because there were performances. Yeah. 
and uh, left after the performances, it got really cold. Yes, it gets cold out there. And I wasn't prepared, so I had this off-the-shoulder dress. Did he have blankets and stuff? No, I was frozen. Thank God that I knew one of the producers and she ran me over a cardigan. I literally was, it was 50-something mm. degrees. Oh, my God. And that's, it, although it sounds lovely, yeah. it's cold when you're in a dress and yeah. I'm like hunching over and cameras are on me and I'm like, uh-huh. ooh. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a lovely time and I was happy to be part of it. And um, again, when you go, people always think about those Hollywood parties. You've been to a million mm. and it might be comfortable for you. But when I walk in, uh, my confidence goes up, but it's an act. Because I don't know anybody. Oh, trust me. Everyone who walks in is doing an act. That's the that's the, that's the saving grace. That's what you tell yourself. You realize everyone's doing an act. Everyone's pretending like they know what they're doing, and they're and maybe some of them are. But the truth is, um, you you can't focus on that. You have to you have to fake the confidence. I did. I did. Yeah. What I did focus on was that house, and yeah. I want that. Yeah. I yeah. want that. The only problem with these houses and these people with all these homes all over the world is that, um, you know, you need a full staff to maintain the house right. when you're not there. Right. So that's there's that money on top of it. But you're talking staff. You're not talking about a cleaning lady to come clean no, once a week. No, I'm talking a full-time you staff. You need gardeners. Who, you need security. Yeah. You need, yeah. So you're 100% right. Yeah. Little boy is adorable. Yeah. It was just, it was a fun night, but yeah. it was um interesting to really see how that, other half lives, uh-huh. you know? And you go, oh my God, this is amazing. You can do whatever you want. You say other half, I'm going to say top the 1%. Okay. Left. Yeah, you're the right. 1%. You're right. You're right. Okay, well, that 1%, you don't, I don't know many of. Mm-hmm. So to be able to do that and experience it was like, wow. Yeah. And where he lives in London is a really exclusive area. And it's like when I drive through every time, that's when I do my affirmations. When I drive through that area, it's like one yeah. of my favorite areas. In Holland Park? Yes. Uh, Gorgeous and Oh, it's just so beautiful over yeah. there. And there's even just flats over there, not even a house. The flats over there are just, I don't even have words to describe how beautiful they are. Mm. It's like a dream. Mm. And then the park's right across the street. Well, listen, if you want that, you can get it. Yeah. You can get it. If anybody, if, listen, if anybody could get it, you could get it. This, I'll find a way. You are the hustler. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why you were there in the first place. Yeah, it was. He was hustling, get, try, looking for another job. That's it. I don't know <laughs> if I got it, but I had a really good time. Well, it's, it's your planting seeds. That's yeah. key. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more. Michelle, I have a mm. problem. Listen, Talk I am I'm looking for qualified employees, but mm. I don't have time to, just to vet them all. I, you know, I'm going through all these applications and I picture, you know, on the infomercials where people do that flustered thing where they're trying to work <laughs> and they're like, ah, yeah, yeah. there's an emoji for that. Yeah, no, I feel that way. I, what do I do? Well, Rue, there's job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through. That's no, not thank smart. You. No, no, thank you. Uh-uh. There are job sites that make you wait for the right candidates to apply for your job. Oh, no, she better don't. Not smart. Uh-uh. You know what also is not smart? What? Using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff. You mean Cornisha? Okay. Okay, she types about 10 words a minute. Okay, Capricia Corn is useless. <laughs> but Rue, you know what is smart? What is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue to hire the right person. Okay. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Oh. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes. Y'all, ZipRecruiter should also be a dating service. I Just think that's say. a great idea. They identify people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and they actively invite them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers 
in the U.S. And this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. Mm. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-U. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. (laughs) We are back. We are talking about show business. And Michelle just came from a big... Hollywood party. Um, I usually don't go to, although no, I am going don't. this weekend. I'm I'm going out and uh, going to some of the uh, Emmy parties and stuff. And that's that's more like work. Look, look. I, I've said this many times. This is a company town, and right. when you people go out, they're very careful because they don't want to act a fool because they know that they could possibly get a job from people in the room. So the people who go to parties are there to get a job and to be on the tip of of people's tongue. In this town, we're in Hollywood, USA. You um if if it's very easy to get forgotten. And this can be learned in any town, by in the any, way. Well, in Whether any industry. A, that's what I mean. Work, whatever your work is, it doesn't have to be showbiz. Yeah. You have to remind people that you actually exist. So when right. I go out, I I'm working. I'm looking good, feeling gorgeous, but I'm not gonna be uh dancing and sweating and sometimes I, I have before, but right. if it was too good to pass well, up. Well, Emmy parties aren't usually like that. No. But and your date I'm your date for the post Emmy parties. Yes. And do you wanna say who your date is for the pre Emmy parties? Um sure. Yeah. She's fabulous. She's fabulous. You know, I how did I meet her? How did you become friends? Um on Twitter. Uh, Tandy Newton, the actress yeah. from the amazing actress, actress, yeah. yes, from uh, Westworld, Westworld, but and a million other, a million movie. other yeah, people, yeah. the movie Crash and Beloved, and so many great movies. Crash is um, great. She's a fantastic actor, but we became friends on Twitter, and then she said, "Oh, I'm going to be in New York for something. Let's have tea." And I said, "Great, I'll be there too." So that's that's where we met, and then uh, she brought me with her to the Solo premiere, the Star Wars movie, Solo, because uh-huh. she's in that. So, yeah, we're going to go to some parties. And uh, and does she play the game, too? I mean, she doesn't really have to. No, she just played the game. Everybody here in this town plays the game. I feel like some people don't really have to. Like Tandy well, if, Newton doesn't have to. Who doesn't? Tandy Newton. Oh, no, she, no, she knows. She's, she has a film that she's doing that she's going to direct. She wants to get financed. And gotcha. the way you do that is you go out and shake some hands. It's like campaigning. It is campaigning. Not and like it is. You're always campaigning yeah. for your next job. Yeah. And I've said this many times. The best time to get a new job is when you already have a job. Yeah. That's what we said um, at the Emmys last year. And we were out there meeting people yep. and kissing babies. That's right. Yeah. It's like when you have a, a boyfriend and all the men want to come around. Yep. When you have a husband, we have a boyfriend. Yep. It's like, why isn't it always like this? Why weren't you here when I was single, John Hamm? Exactly. Yeah. Where were you in your exactly. big penis? I mean, well, hands. yeah. But you've seen, you know, Michelle, big ones like that, you know, they, it takes a lot of let's just say it takes a lot of blood to get that thing hard it does yeah and a lot of attention and by the time the attention is gotten i'm exhausted and you've got osteoporosis uh, and then TMJ. you've got yeah and then you're just just you're just friggin' tired oh exactly it's you know. like was it worth that yeah, i know i know especially when your stories were on and you could have been watching i could have been know. watching novellas exactly exactly so you know true you could probably look at it right but then you can please put that thing away. Fred, who needs to I'll see? That. I don't need to see that. No. So right, my big news is that now you know I'm writing on uh, the new show uh, AJ and the Queen, the Netflix show. Yes, and it's a uh, it's a Warner Brothers production, and uh, you know I come to work every day at Warner Brothers, and it never occurred to me that I would have 
an, an office there. I, yeah, let's stop for a minute just okay. to take that in because yeah. you and I did the pilot for the talk show. Yeah, and we did it on Warner Brothers. Yeah, and as we jo- drove in the lot, because we used the reels talk show, we used their, their their set, their set, yes. except they redid it for us. Yeah, and it was like such a moment in my life that it was like, oh my god, I am here on on the Warner Brothers lot on a real. Like our shows on real lot sound sound stages and stuff, but yeah. this is Warner Brothers. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, like this could really happen. I'm doing it with my best friend. Like this is what dreams are made of. Yeah. This is what. So now you take it one step further, and you get to come here every day. You have your own office, and whenever whenever I come to visit you, it's the craziest thing. You guys, Warner Brothers lot is like its own town. Yeah, it's. Huge! Yeah, yeah. It's huge! Yeah, and yeah. everybody's so nice. And their tour's going on. You see, do you have a, do you have a golf cart? The, uh, our production has a golf cart. Yeah. And yesterday we rode around on the lot looking at lo- locations for, um, we, we're going to do scenes. a lot of, yeah, we're uh-huh. going to, we have some New York scenes and he drove us, MPK drove us around to the, to the New York uh, location. MPK is Michael Patrick King, guys. And to this small town where. Oh, we're the New York City th- streets? Well, New York City streets, and then yes. we have the small town USA street, okay. all that. But uh, yeah, I, I knew that I'd be working at Warner Brothers every day. I didn't, didn't occur to me that I would have my own office. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's a thrill. So Not wait, only your own office. Wait till you see it because it's, it's, it's orange. And pink. Stop it. They asked me what colors I wanted. I said, I want it orange. It's it's all the walls are orange. And then one wall like is like an accent wall. Is yeah, is pink. I love orange and pink together. I also love red and hot pink together. Yeah, me too. Those me are too. two incredible power colors. And yeah. orange is a power color too. Yeah. So um so um Well uh, congratulations. Thank you. That's thank a, you. Let's not take for granted. I think a lot of people have been spoiled by the success of Drag Race. I'm talking about the fans as well. Yeah. Where we take it for granted. The fact that the show's going into its 11th season and yeah. fourth All-Stars. And we just now expect it to be there. When one day, it won't. Kids. That's right. That's right. So They do take it for granted. And they, that's why they want to talk shit about it. But it's like, <laughs> right, bitch, right. you know you know how right. hard it was to get that show on the air? No, and, they don't. And and they don't. And no. they, sh- they, they probably shouldn't. They shouldn't know how hard it is because... Um, what else would? How would they know that? You know. It's, but uh, I do, do. I do want to say, yeah. With the, the the place that we filmed the talk show pilot yes. is the same uh, soundstage that was they filmed Casablanca and Mildred Pierce in that same soundstage. That's unbelievable. Casablanca. This is what dreams are made of, yeah. kids. Yeah. Like honestly, and and I'm obviously honored to be a part of it. But just to see it happen, mm-hmm. just knowing you from where I know you from, and watching the trajectory yeah. and. It's been an incredible ride, it and it's amazing. only kind of just beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole. It's a turn it's a corner. Phase, it's another yeah. another phase of it. It's good. It's good. Uh, I'm I'm really excited, and we're having a lot of fun uh, uh, writing and doing all that kind of stuff. Because yeah, that's new to you. You've never been well, in a not in room. not in a writer's room like that. You know, on Drag Race, you know, we write. I help that's the script different. and that's stuff. Different, this yeah. is this is absolutely. <laughs> Completely different from that. It's uh, a writer's room is different than helping with challenges and stuff like that on a well. Show. Well, you know, you know, uh, Drag Race. Uh, we have three writers, and then they will present it to me, and I'll I'll switch things around a little bit so that it so it sounds more like me on a reality competition show. What do they write? The stuff that you say. Well, all the stuff that I say. So your dialogue. Written. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I will take that and, and tighten it up so it sounds like my voice. Right. And that it. Um, you know, it, it sounds right coming out of my voice. Right. Instead of 
Whereas, you, you know, a scripted show, obviously everything is scripted because mm-hmm. it's somebody else's voice. Yeah. It's a character's voice. That's why it's totally different because you've never, I mean, apart from Star Booty, which is yeah. basically you. Yeah. And, you know, the roles you play here and there, but you weren't in the writing room. Right. Now yeah. you're in the writer's room. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. How many writers? Right now, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. It's MPK, myself, Joni, Steve, and Eric. And then we have uh, consulting writers uh, who are really brilliant um, people whose name you know, but I'm, I think I probably shouldn't say their names yet. And what are the consulting people, writers? Well, do? they will they come in and talk, we we talk about their experiences on the road doing drag. And oh, and that gives that adds to the character. Yeah, it I adds see. it adds. They're, um, they're probably going to be appearing in the, in the show also, but it adds authenticity to the script. Because I play, I play this drag queen who's traveling around yeah, but you've the United been, you've States. You've been in them all. I have. I've done it. But you know, we want to. I've done it, and I have my own experiences. But it's it's good to bring someone else in to get more stories, sure. just to color the script Great. with with their experiences. And there are th- these consulting writers are people that you know very well, and uh, uh, it's been so much fun. That's to exciting. Bring them in. Yeah. So giving people jobs. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah, it is. And it's when great. do you start filming? We start filming October 22nd. Oh my and God, we it's will, coming up. It's very soon. And we will go through uh, uh, probably to March into um, March, April. Does it so, take that long? Yeah. We're good. We have to deliver 10 shows at once. It's, it's Netflix. So we film. <gasps> the whole season. The whole season. Yeah. So you just go, go, go. Go, go, go. Yeah. But I still understand why it takes that long. I guess because you're doing locations and all that stuff. Well, it's, 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 um, you know, each show is what, 45 minutes? Oh, right. Are there hour episodes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it's their hours. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, yes. <laughs> no commercials. So, I mean, on Netflix, some of the shows are, the hour show, long shows are like 45, 40, 50 minutes. I mean, some, some are. They, they time them out differently now because Netflix, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But usually an hour show is an hour episode. It's yeah. not like, I, I'm sure you can do whatever you want. If you, each episode wants to be 45 minutes, let each episode be 45 minutes. Yeah. Usually an hour is an hour because there's no ads. Mm-hmm. Um, half hour is half hour. That's kind of why I love it because you know what you're getting. <laughs> usually on TV, a half hour is 20 minutes. Right. After ads or 22 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, because when we did an hour on commercial television on Drag Race, it ends up being it's about like 40, 47? 42 minutes. Yeah, see? And because the Golden Girls ends up being 22 minutes. There you go. Yeah. So that's the way, it, that's the difference in Netflix and Hulu and yeah. all those things. Now, can you talk about your project? Um, it, when is this podcast coming out? Uh, uh, probably not. Well, yeah, it's like probably three weeks a month. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can talk yeah, about I it? Yeah, I can. Yeah. So you got a part in a, a show. <laughs> I got a part in a show on the West End. I'll be making my West End musical debut in a show called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Uh, what are they saying about Jamie? Um, they're saying Jamie's the drag queen. <laughs> Awful. Is it true? Off, Jamie's the drag queen. Jamie is yeah. a drag queen, isn't yes. he? Um, what do you play? Who, what part? You play so Jamie? I, are you are you playing Jamie? I'm the drag queen. Yes, I'm the 16-year-old drag queen from Sheffield. You found me out, Rue. Yes, <laughs> thank you for blowing my cover. Um, I'm playing the teacher, Miss Hedge. You know, it's about this boy who is in public school. He's 16. And, you know, at the beginning, they're talking about their career assessment. Do you remember in school, I remember this, where you would take these tests and they'd say, you'd be a great uh-huh. 
you know? Yeah. And of course, Jamie gets forklift truck driver. Oh. That's what he's supposed to be. Okay. Um, and he said, no, miss, you know, I'm a performer. And she's like, great. Another one of these X Factor rejects, you know, mm-hmm. of, you know, social media stars, whatever. Yeah. And he says, no, I, I want to be a drag queen. And then she's not having it. She's like, this life is tough. You got to keep things real. If you don't mm-hmm. keep things real, you're never going to make it. Mm-hmm. So he wants to come to the prom in a frock. She doesn't want to have it. She she is nothing. Nothing. Parents are complaining that you know Jamie is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And um, have they decided that if whether you're going to speak in that accent or can you be an American? Well, to me, an American teacher makes complete sense because she's a teacher. Yeah, but it is based on a true story. There's a documentary about it, which mm-hmm. is how it all started. Um, Jamie's a real person, so I am going to speak with a northern accent. Oh dear! And I have a coach. Uh-huh. And I they made I made them promise that when and if it comes to the final days and I sound like an asshole, can we add a line of her being an American teacher? And they right. said, absolutely. So I'm going to go for it. Well, why make it harder on yourself? <laughs> exactly. Why not just start out as an American teacher? I did start at the audition saying, she's obviously going to be American, right? Yeah. And they were like, just indulge us and let me hear your Northern accent. And I... I did a little bit and they were like oh you're gonna be fine you have an ear just me saying jamie you have two ears um sometimes sometimes more than that Uh i have a rear too (laughs) so i'm very excited about that i'll be doing that for four months four Four months four months Months. i can't do an an accent (laughs) what is it you're doing (laughs) you're irish no scottish is that scottish Scottish. oh my god it's terrible scottish is hard it is hard so you're going to be doing, where will you be living? Are they putting you up? I've and got a flat. You've got a flat? I've got a flat. In the, in the West End? In London, yeah. In London? In London. <laughs> I've got a flat. Oh my God, this is a dream come true for <laughs> I'm you. I'm like Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's amazing. Family's coming over. Um, I'll come home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'll be home. Yes, you will. So, and then um, they're going to come back. And you sing a song in this show. I sing... Two songs, yeah. Well, I rap one. Of course. Yeah, of Carrie. And hey, um, hey, Soul System, where you at? Exactly, right here. Uh-huh. What, uh, what's it? What's it looking? Um, um, what she say? What Nicki Minaj say again? Oh, um, oh, um, where what's you, good? What's good? What's good, yeah, Soul what's System? Good. <laughs> yeah, what's good, Soul System? I see you. Um, so Cardi for the B, people watch who your don't, back. yeah, Cardi B, watch your back. Uh, uh, and watch your shoes. Too, yes. You know? um, <laughs> So I'll be doing that, and then I have a song. It's really a pop song. It's not musical theater. Um, what I'm excited about is playing a bitch. Like, the teacher is not – she's one of the villains. She's not the villain. The father's the villain, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she is the one who's just – this is not acceptable in my school. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking to the mother, and I'm telling you no. She's not the principal, is she? She's the – Head school yeah, mistress. Yeah, Headmistress. Uh huh. I mean, I'm making that up. She's, yeah. She's the teacher, but she calls the parents in, you know. Ah. Uh, will Jamie be hot for teacher? Jamie's hot for. What's Scottish? Oh, God. It's a, that's as close. Because I told you that my Australian accent obliterated my English accent. Yes. So I can't do an English accent anymore. And I can't anymore. do Australian. Uh huh. Right. Australia. Yeah. Um, but uh, so for Rise months, of Lights. What? Rise of Lights. Rise of Lights? I got a Rise of Lights. Ah. Oh, this is your Australian accent. That's my Australian. Do you like it? Ah. <laughs> Do you like ah. it? <laughs> no, British is much more me. Okay. And I'll probably uh, fucking annihilate it. So, so four months, when do you come back? Four months. Yeah. I come back for Christmas. Yeah. And then the family, we're all going to hop on one of those jet aeroplanes, uh-huh. go over, 
and um, stay over there for New Year's Eve. We'll be there for New Year's. And Christmas time in wait, London wait, is so gorgeous. You, wait, so the show will run beyond Christmas. Four months is... I'm going to be there from October 16th or 18th to January 26th. Okay. So that's why we're recording a shit ton of these podcasts. Yeah. So we have them. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's eight shows a week. And then I have two weeks to record Ireland's Got Talent in the midst of all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be flying over there. Right. But wait a minute. How's that going to work? It's tough. Oh, wait, cause it's tough. You have eight shows that a week. That was Northern, by the way. But you also have to do Ireland's Got Talent. Yeah. Okay, Michelle, you realize, you know, you can't do that. No, I... No, I will take off from the show for Oh, okay. And then I'll fly. I can't be <clears throat> two places at once. Yes, you're right. Exactly, right. That right. would kill me. That would be exhausting. Yeah. So no, I'll, I'll, my understudy will be there for two weeks and then I'll go over to Ireland's Got Talent. Her, your understudy's name wouldn't happen to be Eve, would it? <laughs> Why? What? The E-V-E? No, Eve Harrington. Oh, no. No, no, thank you. We'll have none all about Eve situations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So- um, Eve is not going to be part of the plan. She okay. better not be. But okay. you know what I was watching? I was watching an interview with one of the understudies who um, the last time I saw the play, she played the mother. And she knows three roles. I'm trying to memorize the supporting role. It's oh. not even the lead. She understudies my role, the mother, and the mother's best friend. Uh huh. Three different- Well, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Could you do that? Uh, if if I were rehearsed to do it, three I could. different roles, three different parts, without screwing up the lines in your head. No, if you were in it, you could figure it out. Your brain is very capable of figuring Ooh. out, especially if you're there every night listening, 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 and I don't know. and you've 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 studied and you've rehearsed all the roles. You could do it, especially if someone got sick and you had to step in. You do it. You'd Jeez, do it fine. that seemed like a lot. I was like, are you? kidding me yeah. i could never i have a lot of respect for swings and understudies yeah that is a tough gig it and is a tough they gig. are very special people well we are very blessed uh we've got jobs we've got upcoming gigs and you know tv shows and Talk all that shows and things it's very good it's yeah. very good it's... well we're gonna say goodbye now thank you so much uh for listening to us and yes. michelle passage until next time till west end <laughs> Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.